Oh my god. Alright. Microphone check. Nah, I ain't doing that shit no more. Alright. <laughs> Boy, Joe got in your ass about that shit. Yeah, for real, for real. Alright, man. Speak between the lines podcast, episode 24. It's your boy Rez. Join with J Rock in the building. King Gabe, what's good with it? That's pretty good. Pretty good. Can't really complain. I don't even know if I don't even know if that picked up, honestly. But we'll be alright. If what picked up? Because I think I said it while I was adjusting something on the Yeah, line. that night. It, it faded out it did. Uh, do you want to say it again? You want to run it back? No, no. you got to. No, just say it. Just it's, it's who is it? It's King. King Gabe is in the building. Yes, with the fresh edge up, the fresh lineup. <laughs> yes, bro, and no hat on. Whoa. Oh, celebration, nigga. No hats. No hats. Yeah, now I told you, man. Hey, if, if the haircut ain't looking right, the hat will hat be on. coming on. The, fat, the hat will come out. I gotcha. I gotcha. So, all right, that's what's up, man. Well, uh, we're going ahead and jump on to this episode. Um, we want to start with wins and losses, and we want to start with tweet between the lines. Ooh. You pick J Rock. Let's go and do the knock out the wins and then we're gonna get into the tweets. Alright, go ahead. I had a loss. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> what happened? Yeah. Man, so today I went to a new uh place for lunch. Mm-hmm. Uh my lunch break. And it was like, you know, I was trying to since, you know, somebody threw us on the bus, you know, with the New Year's resolution, I'm like, you know what? I mean, hell, uh-huh. I wonder who, the, <laughs> wonder who he's alluding to. Hey, hey, I, I, you call it throwing you, throwing you under the bus. I call it being your accountability partner. Absolutely. And then, so I'm like, today I got some quinoa. Oh, okay, okay. I hated it. <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> where's the like, loss? Like quinoa? What's no, that? man, it just like it looked like a bunch of bugs. Well, yeah, it was like it was. Oh, I was, I, I just, I just like the taste is bland. You don't really taste none, but it looks like you're eating a bowl of bugs. Well, it's it's a grain, so it's like rice. It's not going to taste like anything. Well, I know, but it looks like I'm eating a bowl of bugs. So I'm like, you know what? I'm done. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like I need some grease. I need some trans fat right now. Some, some, some trans fat. <laughs> some calories. Some Man, carbs. something. Need some carbs immediately. What did you eat? What did you eat with it? Or you just had a bowl of quinoa? No, no. It was it was a salad. It was uh quinoa, um uh onions, avocado, and some mustard type of oh, bro, this nigga went all Dressing. the way to the dark side. All this the way. From church's chicken to nigga quinoa salad. Right? So it wasn't good. I, I I wasn't feeling. I wasn't feeling it. I think you just got you got a you got a. I, don't, yeah, I can't say you got a bad batch, but no. Nah, I mean, I've had quinoa once. I had it in in um in uh stuffed bell peppers, and so it was mixed with a whole bunch of other stuff to where I didn't taste it. Like so, like that sounds like it'll be good because you got the bell peppers, cheese, yeah, and yeah. a whole bunch of other stuff with it. Yeah, you got all that. Now nah, they, they 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 scooped out three things of quinoa. I'm like, what? Like y'all even put no less with that or nothing? Wait, wait. So did you know what quinoa was? No, you got it or you just absolutely not. I was like, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna get this. You know, this thing only had 500 calories. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm doing real good. <laughs> Let me get My that that thing to start with a Q. What does that say? <laughs> Quinoa, yeah, that. that looks man. So it like it was a place it was like Chipotle, like no Chipotle, you got all the rice at the bottom. Uh-huh. Right. All that was quinoa. Oh man, oh, I, man. I think quinoa just got to grow on you, bro, because it's not that bad. It's just, your body, uh, your body will adjust. Yeah, it's gonna have to. Got <laughs> it's gonna have to. So you gonna run that quinoa back? You gonna run that back like that? I'm gonna try it again next week. I'm not gonna do it tomorrow, but I'm gonna try it again next week. In a small, week. in a smaller dose. 
Because like that was way too much King Y at one time. <laughs> way too much King, King Y at one time. King Y with a little bit. Absolutely. I think I'm a whole bunch of King Y. Sprouting out time. King Y on my arms and stuff. This nigga gonna be at the gym sweating out King Y. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Yo. That's what's up, man. Don't give up on the King Y. Don't give up on the healthy life, dog. Um, you wanna go? Yeah, man. So I actually got a dub. Um, shout out to my nigga David uh, for providing this for me. But uh, I actually got a chance to experience the greatest J. Cole album of all time. So basically how this ended up happening was we were talking about um, Steph Curry and Kevin Durant. Right. And mm-hmm. we were and we were debating like the finals and. I wanted Steph Curry to win. Obviously, KD deserved it, but you know how it is. Yeah. So he made this parallel between Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole. And so he was like, well, who's better, Kendrick Lamar or J. Cole? And so my first thought was Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar, Lamar, right? Yeah. But then he made a great comparison between Steph Curry and Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole and KD. And his comparison was this, that Kendrick Lamar is a rapper that hits you in spurts in bursts it's like what he does is so impressive when you hear it you get really really hyped like you're just like man that nigga killed that shit yes. right especially with that black panther soundtrack right mm-hmm. yeah but when you start to look at the lyrics and what he's actually saying eh, i mean it's just rapidy rap rap shit and he mm-hmm. likened that to steph curry Steph Curry will explode on you in quick bursts, right? Mm-hmm. And then he made the, the comparison of Kendrick, or Kendrick, J. Cole and KD, and he was saying, well, KD's reliable. He's consistent. He's always going to hit you at that high caliber level every single time, even when it's an off night by his standards. It's actually higher than most people. Yeah. And he made that comparison to J. Cole. That J. Cole lyrically is always going to hit you at a certain level. And it's very high quality. It's not rapidly rap like I'm so impressed by the way he he performs this, i.e. Steph Curry shooting 35, 40 foot threes. Like, oh my God, that nigga's the best player in the world. But it's like just that consistent, like, I'm gonna give you 30. And there's not nothing you gonna you're not gonna do shit about it. Hmm. So I was like, mm, I don't know. So he said, have you heard this album called... He said, what's your favorite J. Cole album? I said, Forest Hills. Forest Hills mm-hmm. right? He said, have you heard... Um, what's that thing called? Truly Yours. I said, no. So this nigga literally plays me the soundtrack. Now, I end up basically going to Tidal, shout out to the plug, and downloading this album. It is the greatest greatest j cole album i've ever seen crazy so that was my dub i love that album i, I played that album non-stop for like six days what is it called it's called truly yours is that a mix so truly it was a mixtape so what's crazy okay. was it was a mixtape that dropped in three different sections so it was a truly yours part one part two and then a part three that was packaged with the forest hills deluxe package so what title did was they merged it all into one album like one cohesive album it bruh Truly yours. I'm going to have to take that out. Listen, anybody that's listening to this podcast, go go play that off title or wherever you stream from mm-hmm. and get back to me. Holler at me and let me know how, how basically what your take is. In fact, his first song is called Let Me Holler At You. It's fire. 
That's what's up. Truly was. I'm gonna have to check that out. I got a dub too, actually. My dub was uh mounting the TV over the fireplace. What? Yeah, yeah. My homeboy, uh my Wait, homeboy at your, at over. the crib? Mm-hmm. So so you're not gonna invite us over? Is that oh, that, of course that bro, we just we did we when, did this. When, when did this hang? When did it happen? Yeah. What's today? Let me test your negative. Thursday, it happened. We did this Tuesday. Tuesday mm, night. 48 hours on. <laughs> Tuesday night. Mm, uh, I see. Yeah, but nah, yeah, my, my bro, my homeboy came over. And we're finding out at the same time as the world. Right. What you what y'all want me to do? Invite me. Invite over, us over. So uh, we finished we finished mounting the TV at 12 o'clock at night. I text y'all, hey, the TV's mine. Y'all come over. All the way. I mean Wednesday. Nah. <laughs> so, so you don't bring no chicken. You don't invite us over. It's just, it's, what's going on, man? Like, like, do we need a do we need a sidebar and just? Hey, man, nah, I ain't got nothing against y'all. I just, I mean, shit, it's, it's all good. Yeah, I mean, I don't, okay. I don't. Nah, it's good. I mean, I can come over. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I mean, yo, when a nigga says, you tell, you're telling about winning too. When a, uh, when a nigga says, <laughs> when a nigga says, yo, you can come over, and then he looks ninety degrees <laughs> to the to the ground. Nah, the eye slant that means your ass ain't invited. Yeah. Nah, y'all can Go ahead. Fall, I'm sorry. Nah, y'all can definitely fall through. But um, why uh-huh. why some win was because you know my wife has been wanting to get this TV mounted for a long time. And, That's what's up. Oh, I'm. Oh, yeah, there you go. My bad. Anyway, there you go. So my my wife has been wanting to get this TV mounted for a long time. Oh yeah, yeah. Y'all pounded. Good job, guys. <laughs> Pause. 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 These niggas back here pounding behind me and shit. Pause. Pause. Whoa. Hold up, Whoa. Hold up. Whoa, Kimo Y'all talking about I'm on 10. Pounding behind my back and shit. Pause. So you're just not going to. Nah. You're, you're going to clean it up? You're not going to respect the pause? No, nah, I'm not. Nah, me? What is going what, on? What is, me? What's going on with me? What's going on with this nigga Rock? Oh, uh, they didn't hear that part. This nigga, this nigga was wild. He was going. Yo, you the, never mind. I ain't gonna say that. This nigga was wild. Yo, this nigga was on something serious. But uh, right. nah, so it was when because, like I said, my wife's been wanting to get this TV mounted for a long time, man. We've been having electricians come out and and you know give us estimates, and we've gotten anything from five hundred to like almost two thousand dollars to mount the TV. Right, you could have just called J Rock. Yeah, I would have no, did that for you for well, Chris Fifty and a cold beer. But we weren't just trying to mount the TV; we were hiding the wires behind the wall. So, oh, so y'all that's what they were charging for. Yeah, 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 that's what they were charging for. They were charging for drilling holes and then routing the power behind the fireplace. So basically, you're saying I need to step up my TV hanging game. I didn't say nothing about your I'm house, saying, my brother. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I understand. Duly noted. Continue. <laughs> Continue, but um, no, it was a win because I mean, it took forever, but I mean, I like it, I didn't care at first, but now that it's up, it's dope, and we saved a lot of money, so that was it. That's dope, that's dope, it is dope, man. Um, <laughs> so off of wins and losses, on to tweets between the lines, yes, tweets between the lines, all right, tweets between the lines, man. Damn, am I really, am I really yes, talking that low? Yeah, you yeah, are. Wow. Jesus, you good? You good. all right. Speaking to Mike, because I have to like look. It. I have to look at my. You see, he on that. He on that shit. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that was, that was, pause. That's what I was talking about. That's what I was talking about. All right, so we got oh, we got a few tweets here. You know what? What's interesting about this particular section is that a lot of people responded to what we actually talked about on episode. 23 one of the topics anyway which was what is three things women want from men okay um first and foremost shout out to this nigga a sweet again for calling you out rez because what you mean this though? nigga was like rez <laughs> hold up hold up hold up get off me nigga get off me get off me before you even say that get off me 
Bro, this nigga was like, this nigga rest where he hitched, dog. <laughs> this nigga, he said you were watching hitch when you thought of this topic, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get off me, son. Get off me. Bro, nigga, that shit was too funny. Like, who this nigga think he is? Yo, hitch. Just, who you think he is, dog? Oh, shit. That shit. No, that shit was funny. In that dance routine. <laughs> bro, oh my God. That shit was hilarious, bro. So shout out to that nigga for, for calling you out about that shit. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of other people, um, <laughs> They actually responded to what are three things women want from men. Okay. Um, so we got a whole bunch of little different answers. I kind of want to just throw at y'all. Um, actually, none. Some are kind of what we talked about on the episode, but a few are different. Okay. So one we got was uh, quality time, words of affirmation, and being upfront. I felt like she just watched uh, Five Love Languages. And just, I thought she was reading, reading the book. Yeah, and just threw, and just threw the <laughs> wow. And just threw the who was the last one? That was a throwaway. Oh, I'll be upfront. Yeah, yeah. So it, it felt like she read the five love languages and it just thought about a nigga that, that did some fuck shit and said, "And be upfront." <laughs> Words of affirmation, quality time. Oh, nigga, you better tell me. <laughs> wow. Hey, no, that, shout out. That's what's up. That could have been very well, you know, it, but at least, you know, she knows what she's looking for. real about it. Another one was loyalty, security, and humor. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. Okay. okay, and humor. Yeah, I can see that. You see that? Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't see that. You see that? Jokes right. get you a long way. They do. Yeah. All right. Last one. Yeah, it's a podcast. Last one. Uh, <laughs> trust. Wait, wait. What did I just miss? <laughs> got us a podcast. What did? What Jokes. 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 Got you. Yeah, it did. I'm sorry. I'm on my tweets. I missed that exchange um but the last one trust love and a nigga's wallet wow mm, can we clap it up for my girl uh on on the nigga's wallets well that that was that was the guy that said that God, what oh, the fuck pause whoa skirt pull the brace <laughs> she said hold up what he, he said, said yeah a nigga's wallet yeah that's the three things that he wants no, what are three things women want from men? Oh, I misinterpreted. My fault. Hey, <laughs> okay. I'm hey, okay, my fault. Okay. I was about to cop one on you. She's like, pause, pause. <laughs> I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> like, Bro, y'all niggas tripping. Uh, but, yeah, man. So that's. It's <laughs> like, hold on. Yeah, so that's. Like, wait, that's I understand. I understand. Okay, I'm it? with you. I'm, yeah, you yeah, I'm, 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 I'm with it. Yeah. <laughs> I misinterpreted the message. <laughs> Alright man Yeah so hit us up man Speak Between the Lines Facebook, Twitter, Instagram Show us some loves On our YouTube page We got two videos out Two reaction videos um, And tw- Hit us with some more tweets With tweets Between the Lines I think this is pretty dope I like hearing I like hearing from people That, that fuck with us And what's the handle? The Twitter handle? Yep Speak Between is the Twitter handle Alright cool Yeah so. And you know Just for kicks and giggles Hit us up on the IG and Facebook yeah. It's all fun It's all fun and games well, and also on anyway. YouTube, if you have anything you want to react to, trying something different, shoot us a message on the YouTube on the comment section, and we'll go and look into that too. That's dope. I like it. All right. All right. So what are we jumping into? All right. I'm going to start things off. Unless, unless you want to kick things off, Abe? You want to go and jump into it? I don't have anything. Okay. Ready? <laughs> okay. I guess I am start things off. <laughs> Real quick. <laughs> What the hell just happened? <laughs> bro, bro, how did this nigga... <laughs> bro, how you say I'm going to kick things off? Well, shit, let's aim unless you want to. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Oh, my God. God. <laughs> you got to right. Go ahead, brother. Oh, <laughs> that nigga said I'm not ready. Okay. So, this week I want to talk to you guys about um, perception being reality. All right. Let's get it. 
And um, when I think about it, you know, it's basic when somebody hears your name, what does that mean? Hmm. You know, so when you hear Rock, A, Frez, or yourself, what's the what's the person's perception of you? What type of work do you do? If it's personal life, you know, is this person trustworthy? Uh, so in thinking of that, it you know, it made me realize people today really don't care about their name. Mm. You know, when you go back to old movies like Scarface and Goodfather said, All I have my all I have all I have in this world is my balls and my word. Yep. And I break it for nobody. What well, that means is whatever I say, I'm gonna do. Shout out to Al Pacino. Right. Then even if you watch anime, like one of my favorite animes is Bleach. Mm. And one of the characters, everything mm. says by the honor. Uh, by the honor of the Quincy, I'm going to do this. By the honor of Quincy, I'm not going to do that. So mm. that's his, his people, his heritage. So he's saying. He's bound by honor. I'm bound by who I am and who everybody behind me is. Mm, that's fire. So I'm, I should like that one. So that means like whatever I'm saying, it's important to me. I'm going to mean it. So whenever y'all hear this people, just people on their, you know, putting their name as reputation. Does that mean anything to y'all? Like somebody came to you, hey, you know, as a man, I'm gonna do this. Does, does that sway you even more than who, if you know that person's background, or does putting somebody's name mean anything anymore? If somebody's just saying that they're gonna do it, yeah, like somebody's walking to you, hey, I'm a man, I'm gonna do this, right? That's just words to me. You got to do it. Anybody can say they'll do anything. Yeah. But on the flip side, though, I feel what you're saying from this standpoint. Sometimes a name to me will like like it it does give it a little more oomph, especially yeah. if I know, like you said, their background. Like, OK, that dude always comes through. Yeah, yeah. I, I do that with movies. Like if I see Dwayne Johnson in a movie, I'm like, yeah, this movie's probably going to suck, but I'm gonna be entertained because it's Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, because you mm-hmm. know the name behind it. Yeah. So. That that's something that you know is very interesting to me when it came to perception reality because, you know, that's how your perception is built is what you do, and how people perceive it. Okay. Mm. You know, so you know, we're looking at that. The most common things is how you dress, how you talk. Do you honor your word? Uh, what type of work ethics you have? Right. So, the easiest way to find out the perception is to ask. Agreed. But that's the scariest thing to do. Agreed. Because once you have a perception that's out there, it's hard to change it. And that's one thing I want to chop up with y'all about. How do you change what your perception is? Because that, that's one thing I've always struggled with. And I'll give an example of it before we start on it. Sure. Like um, in my past, back when I was probably about 22, had a job as a supervisor at a call center. And came to work one day. Um, none of the phones are working in my section. So I go to two other soups in the, in the same section. I mean, it's like, Hey, none of my phones are working. What's going on with, with y'all phones, you know, calls are coming in. Everything's good. Same thing with the other section. I'm like, Hey, is there anything I can do to help? They're like, no, I'm like, okay, well, I'm just gonna be in my section. Just, you know, coaching, doing whatever. Mm-hmm. And fast forward, like two hours later, one of the, a trainer comes in. It's like, Hey, how come nobody said anything about the phone's not working? Mm-hmm. And then they made a call to corporate and it was a issue with the switch or the router or whatever. And then the phone started coming in. Then the 
the week later when the big boss came in, it's like, well, Jerry, you don't want to work. So because of that situation, the perception was I didn't want to do my job hmm. versus, well, I know I came to the two other soups and they're like, well, I don't need any help. And it is what it is. So, uh, you know, I, I ended up leaving that company like six months after that. But how do you change a perception once it's a negative perception towards you? Like for a situation like that, I had no idea what to do to fix it. Um, well, I mean, I can kick it off on this aspect. Um, personal story, um, but it, it's the same as yours. So where I work even now, um, I was stuck. I remember I got stuck in a department for like three and a half years. Couldn't couldn't promote out to save my life. Like, you know, we get graded by like a number system. Right. Right. And so uh, if your numbers aren't good, I mean, you just SOL, you ain't going nowhere. And so I remember, um, you know, just kind of getting discouraged and, you know, you show up late, you know, um, take longer breaks, you know. Nigga shit, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah. For real. So and and I was on my I was on my nigga shit and I was doing that, and I remember um, I got humbled. I I actually applied for a position. I got the position. I had to take a series of tests, and I remember I failed it by like it was like one point four percent, and they wouldn't. There was no exception, so I had to go right back to the department. I've been trying to get out for three plus years, mm-hmm. and I finally got my shot. It was a coaching position, got the position, and it was like one of those situations where I had to actually outwork everybody else because I had the lowest numbers out of everybody who got everybody it. that got it. I had yeah. the lowest numbers. So what how my perception eventually started to change was literally uh, I got fortunate to have a, a mentor and a supervisor that was willing to to basically put me on projects to work so literally i was working overtime without the pay so like i would be like on the weekend working on a project for you know the company to try to help um initiate some things or i would be uh at the house at night thinking about how we can better effectively train something and talking with him and we would chop it up and see what was the best way and by doing that the people that were under us as far as like the people we had to mentor Mm -hmm. their numbers went up and when their numbers went up i got credit for that and so basically i got in that position got promoted in six months took what i learned from that just the work ethic to showing up instead of showing up late all the time i was coming in like an hour early and staying late so taking that work ethic i went to the next department got promoted within six months and literally, like, basically in, like, maybe 14 months, my income doubled from where I was before. Wow. And my perception was, it went from, oh, this nigga ain't never going to make it, to, like, oh, um, who's that guy? Like, like even even as recently as a few weeks ago, I got tagged by a, a, a manager. I don't even know this person. And they said, hey, get this person to come into this this group meeting that we're having to discuss some things and that's literally like it just came down to sometimes it's the right person and getting with the right connect and he was that guy that to pull out that i don't want to say greatness but pull out that work ethic from me to actually do it okay yeah i mean i think when I mean, we're talking about a job 
I mean, Red's pretty much hit on the nail. I mean, if if you're going to try to change your perception about yourself in a work environment, then the best way to do it is to show it through your work ethic and what type of numbers you can pull up. So I think that, I mean, I mean, you can't get no better example than that because he's lived it. Outside of working and when you get into like your personal life and changing your perception, I think it's, I don't want to say it's more challenging, but it's it's different because it depends on the situation. Like if you're talking about, let's say you um you messed up in a relationship, right? Mm. And so now this person has a perception of you that's, mm-hmm. that's shifted. Let's go. Let's go okay. You know, yep. like how can you how can you change that perception, right? right. And you you can you can say like oh baby you know I'm gonna change I'm gonna do all this shit but you know none of, none of that matters that don't mean nothing <laughs> yeah and you know in some cases that perception the, the the perception of that person the perception that that person has of you may not ever change right so mm-hmm. is it at that point is it worth changing is it worth trying to change that perception that's the question I guess um it depends on what you get out of it like see I'm I'm and forgive me because I might be wrong on this. I'm very self, um, I don't want to say motivated, but uh, I, I look at the benefits that I get out of certain things. So, for example, if my perception is off, well, like let's just say, let's say relationship wise, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So the woman is doesn't trust the guy or, or it doesn't have this perception that he wants her to have of him. Mm-hmm. Is it worth changing yourself if that perception may never change for her? Me, myself, I would say, yeah, because that's the benefit for me is like, OK, well, your perception may not have changed, but mine has. Yeah. I know that. Yeah, I took an L. I messed up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's worth it for me to change because now I know I'm not that person anymore. So you can be in your feelings yeah. and, and, you know, hold this L if you want. Yeah. Or you can recognize what efforts I've put in place to become a better person to take the L from you. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, because one thing with the personal, because you're right, the personal is much, is much, much harder to change. That is. Because professional, you have numbers to back up. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, you have a perception of being late. Well, no, I've been on time for the past six months. Right. I come early for the past six months. And there's numbers that you can track that. But... um Let's say for family, because everybody has this person in their family. The person who only calls you unless they want something. Without me saying the name, everybody knows everybody exactly that who person. that person is in your family. Everybody has somebody. Whether it's you know, first, second, third cousins, brother, sister, parents, whoever. But even if you stop that today, it's like, no, I'm calling this one, check on you. Mm-hmm. Still. Like, probably for the first six months, every time they call, you're in the back of your mind, it's like, okay, what does this person really want? Yep. Mm-hmm. Th- yep. Th- th- this has to be a long con. <laughs> the long con. <laughs> the long con. Right. Like, he's, they're really have to big up. They're trying to build up for something big. Right. So, like, for a situation like that, you're going to have to execute years just to change their perception. Right. And I think for a situation like that, especially with we're dealing with family, it's, it takes others to point it out. Yeah. Because how we see a brother and sister, 
you're pretty much always going to see that person that way and, until you have somebody on the outside like, hey, man, do you know this person does this? So somebody has to highlight it. Like in a relationship, that's, man, that's tough. Like especially boyfriend-girlfriend situation or husband-spouse, let's say somebody cheats. How do you fix that perception? But I think I think it's more so the fact that do you want to fix yourself versus fixing your perception about somebody or fixing your perception of well, somebody right. that, that, that has about no, you. No, you're right. No, you definitely have to want to fix it. Because if you don't want to fix it, it's irrelevant. You can think wherever you want. Yeah, no, but I mean that you should care more so about your you yourself versus what somebody thinks of you. That's what I'm saying. And I may be incorrect in that saying. but I'm, I'm not going to disagree with you. But like if if somebody thinks that I'm this type of person, like and it's different if somebody thinks that I'm this type of person and I am and I yeah. don't want to fix it versus this person thinks that I'm this type of person and I'm not that. <laughs> like how much energy would you want to put into proving yourself to that person that I'm not the type of person that they think I am? So for that, it depends on how many people have that perception. You got it. Mm, it depends on how much time you got. <laughs> no, because no, like like people, we we live in we live in a society where we misjudge shit all the time, right? Because we don't have all the Straight information. Mm-hmm. Social media, we misjudge people all the time. Um, coworkers, we misjudge them all the time. Family members, we misjudge them all the time. We don't we don't have all the information. I heard it uh, said in church. Um, and I and I want and I'm working on this. Uh, this is a struggle for me, but I'm working on this. Is that you never judge a person's choices until you know their options. Never judge a person's choices unless you know all their options. Okay. So when you know the options, now you can kind of understand like, okay, well this person did this because this is really the only things that they had. You understand the choice. You Correct. understand the reason behind the choice. Right. So it so it helps you with, you know, not misjudging or mischaracterizing a person. Because you know, a person's perception can can change in a heartbeat. Like people could think you're arrogant for, you know, no reason. Mm-hmm. Just cause you ha- are confident. Just cause you walk a certain way. Uh they'd be like, Oh, he just looks like he he's arrogant. Or she just looked like she thinks she all that. And she might be humble she might be somebody that's really about like bigging up people and you just you just don't know um you said something Maeve, that i wanted to uh piggyback on uh oh you shouldn't care about uh, how like i forgot how you said i wish i would have caught it in a moment you said something about perception and and caring about how other people perceive you or something like that you should care more about basically who you are basically how people see you right so pretty much what I was saying was and not to say that you shouldn't care what people think if if that's the word that got across then I I miscommunicated that but what I'm saying is you should care more so about you yourself versus trying to convince people to change their perception of you right it was something like that yeah well I think I think it's a balance in that too, because like I do think that we as people need to, it's, well, it's sad to say, but in this day and age, we do have to think about perception and your brand, right? So, your brand is simply like you know what you're advertised as. Are you advertised as a local, a loyal person? Are you advertised as a kind person, a humble person, an asshole, a jerk? 
um, somebody that people want to flock to or someone that, you know, people just run away from as soon as you enter the room. Like you do have to monitor that if you're going to get anywhere in life, whether it be relationship wise, professionalized, uh, anything, because. Well, what's the old saying? People only do business with people they know, they like, and they trust. Right. Mm -hmm. So let's say I want to be in a relationship with my wife, right? Well, I hit her up. We go on a date. She got to get to know me. So I have to put in that time. I got to court her. I have to take her to the movies, take her to the, you know, restaurants, take her to, you know, wherever guys and women go to, you know, court. Absolutely. So now she knows me. In her getting to know me, I have to present myself in a way to where, you know, like uh, that one person said, humor is something that uh, is attractive, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, she has to like me. Yeah. And then she has to trust me. All of that is perception. Yeah. Yeah. But with, but here's the thing though, here's something you, important that you pointed out. Like it, there was time put in. And work put in for her to gain that perception yep. from you. Yep. You know what I mean? But let's say that your wife, right, has a perception of you, but somebody has a different perception of you that isn't who you are. Oh, well, yeah, who cares? It depends I mean, yeah. on their, their their proximity to my goals. And exactly. And that, that brings up my point. Your wife, get, like I said, your wife got a chance to know you. I feel like if people took the time to know someone, then that perception of or that that in itself will build up i feel like the perception that that should be there yeah uh, it it does but at the same time people are always evolving so you know just like with this the example with the cousin you know people can just get stuck of a old perception and you change that um a movie that I like uh lucky number 11 Oh, I love that movie. You know, um, the Great rabbi movie. says, you know, hey, the first time somebody calls you a horse, you correct them. The second time, you punch them out. The third time, you call them a jerk. The fourth time, it's time that you get fitted for a saddle. Because if you have everybody telling the exact same thing, that's an issue with what you are presenting out there. Mm-hmm. Whether you feel it's true or not, if the world's telling you know that, no, you're a horse, no, you need to go and get that saddle. Yeah. So, Okay. So I I do think it, it it does matter who it is and the amount of people that is saying it to you, especially if the person's perception. Let's just talk about people's perception that are valuable to you, because who cares if the person's not valuable to you? Then you it know, does, it's relevant. It's, yeah, who cares? But there are people uh, who control where you go and how far you go that you do need to make sure you maintain that perception. Even if you're a business owner, even if you work for yourself, like you need to make sure that like, say you're a business owner, you got a customer, right? Mm -hmm. You better maintain that perception. Say you work at a normal W2, you have a supervisor or a hiring manager. You better maintain that perception. I've seen many of people blackballed who like that department I couldn't get out of. Yeah. Yeah. Literally got blackballed. They were in there <clears throat> five, six years, could not get out. And sad to say, I mean, you know, politics as usual. That's Jay Z. Literally could not get through the wall because the people in charge were like, nope, you're not even worth it. Your numbers might be what it is, but everything about numbers. Somebody yeah. has to deal with you. 
Mm-hmm. And so hmm. just make sure that from a perception piece, you understand whose perception of you matters and who does it and act accordingly and make sure you know what kind of perception you want to have for those people. Yeah. Agreed. Um, no one argument. thing I did want to go ahead and talk about um, before we go and move things along is I asked a mentor at work about this. <laughs> and what they gave me was something that fits for both both professional as well as personal. Mm, love it. Let's go. So what there's like, well, what, whoever is perception trying to change, ask them, number one, what, what the perception is of me. Mm-hmm. And what it is, whatever it is that you're trying to change, ask them what you, do to, what you need to do to change it. Okay. So by doing that, that person now has to pay attention to you. So you're forcing them to watch you. So now the only thing you have to do at that point is execute. I like it. I like it. So I heard that. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm deaf. Got to bring this up. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Okay, Would so you, have you tried that? I, I was about to thank you. I, I was just getting there. We, oh, were you? Yeah. We we just had like we literally just had this conversation Wednesday. Dope. Okay. Yeah. So we, I haven't had a chance to put implement it yet. But that's dope. Wow. Shout out to your awareness. Oh no, nah, nigga, you should have you should have been did that Look shit. At this nigga. What the hell are you talking this about? Boy, he's like, it's been twenty four nah, hours, nigga. Uh, but shit, y'all y'all trashed me at the top of this episode for mounting my TV and not inviting y'all niggas over in twenty four hours. <laughs> Load them up. <laughs> so the, the person that you told that to, why didn't you tell them to be that person to watch you? Because I'm we're just filling each other out. Like Oh, it, this is the new Right. It, I, so I, I, for I this it's it's somebody who just came to my department, so I'm. They don't have a strong perception of me yet, but we were having a really deep conversation. And I wanted to have her opinion on perception. Right so, on. did she give you her perception? Did she give you her perception of you? Not yet, no. Okay, I'd like to. Because I mean, does I mean, how long does it take for? Someone to start building a perception about you. About six seconds. Uh, yeah, immediately. But is that just a, just like you said, for example, for dating, it it takes time to build up to know somebody. It does. So just because you have a media perception of them of of whoever the person is, it takes wisdom to know that I need to know more about this person to give an accurate picture. Don't mean they correct. You get that first impression. Yeah. So you have somebody at your job that you're you're going to ask that to? Like yes. do you have do you have somebody that you you feel like you've built up a long, a long enough relationship to Yes. Okay. What do you think their perception of you is gonna be? Ooh. To be honest with you, I already, I, I know what it's gonna be. Um it's gonna be actually what I said on the podcast a couple weeks ago. About me giving my B game. Mm. That is going to be their perception of me that he doesn't give 100% all the time. Oh, shit, just ask this nigga right now to watch you. (laughs) 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 Shit, he in the same room with you, just ask this nigga Red. Oh, shit. (laughs) That nigga went there. Nah, nah, I got you, though. You know what? That's not actually not, that's not a bad, um, What's the word I'm looking for? A bad, um, I don't want to say teaching. That's not the word I'm looking for. Um, that's not a bad 
Shit, I don't know Ideal. what I'm trying to say. Nah. Coaching opportunity. There you go. We can okay. go with that. It's not a bad coaching it's opportunity. It's not what he was thinking. It's it was not. not. I'm just, just trying to help him out. I'm it's trying not. to help him out. Appreciate that. Nigga but just, he took that lightsaber. He was like, <laughs> I did. Yeah, I, I was with you. That. That. <laughs> that nigga's lying to the audience. That is not what the fuck he was thinking. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. But no, I think that's I think that's a good thing to do um, for anyone. You know, kind of like how we we did, um, or how you did. We pointed out when you went to social media and you started asking people, "What are the three things that I do oh, better than yep. most people?" That's whatever that was. That's a good one of those. Shout out to the, for reminding me of that because I got to do the um, the opposite, the I negative gotta, side yeah, of it. I gotta I gotta double back on that. So shout out to you for reminding me. Of yeah, that. nah, that is good. <coughs> that's good info. You got anything else? Uh, that's all I got. Good shit. So, um, one thing that I wanted to talk about, uh, it actually, I ran into it today. So, my topic actually switched like a couple hours ago. So, I was online uh, and I saw this article, and it's uh, the headline was, uh, What's the age by which you should have your debt paid off? <laughs> and this takes me back to my genesis on this show. Yeah, this Boy. this was your earlier episode. No yeah. credit res. Yes. No credit res. So um it talked about the mortgage. And so this kind of hit me um where I live, literally. So it says Americans hold eight point eight trillion dollars of mortgage debt, according to a February report from the Federal Reserve Bank of New York. It's the largest type of household debt in the country. And it increased substantially during the fourth quarter of 2017. It went up $139 billion, according to the report. Pump the brakes. So that means basically in the last quarter of last year, everybody, for the, a lot of people, started moving into um, mm. home ownership. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to my brother um, Sunday. He came over uh, because, you know, we just are trying to chop it up and build our relationships. And one of the things that came out of that conversation was I told him, um, I appreciate the house, right? Um, But I didn't buy this house to stunt on niggas, right? I bought it to provide a home for my wife. I don't really care about the house from a standpoint of like, like it's not a, it's not a, you made it moment. It's, it's, for me, I look at it as like, now I got to pay this motherfucker off. Yeah. So everybody's rushing to buy houses, especially here in Dallas, because California's here. Houses, house rates are going up. Well, house rates are going up across the country, but especially here in Dallas and everybody's jumping to a house. And sometimes buying a house is not a blessing if you're not ready for it. Like it feels good in the moment, but then when reality hits you, it's like you're not you're not ready for that moment. It it will pop you. So, um, we're seeing an uptick in that based off of this. Then, um, the person they asked uh, Kevin O'Leary, he's from ABC Shark Tank, and they were asking his advice on this. And so he says, if you want to find financial freedom, you need to retire all your debt, and yes, that includes your mortgage. And they asked him, well, what age should you do this by? He said you should aim to have everything paid off from student loans to credit card debt by the age of 45. Okay, I still got a little bit of time. Well, I'm a little older than you. <laughs> so I started looking at it like, 
Oh shit. I thought nigga would give me a little more time. Like, I was like, that's saying, that's saying, coming quick. Yeah, yeah. Bro, yeah, that's saying dropping. The hourglass almost empty. Oh, boy, like, all right. So he's, he goes on to say, the reason I say 45 is the turning point or in your 40s. So he gave me a little leeway there, but I'm going to stick with 45 for the sake of this is because think about a career. Most careers start in your early 20s and they end in your mid 60s. So when you're 45 years old, and I love this because I love sports, the game is more than half over. So you better be out of debt because you basically have the you have to use the second half to accrue all your capital to build up for retirement. Yes. So for, so 45, you're at halftime. Ooh shit! All right, a little over half. Well, no, let's say halftime because modern medicines you're probably gonna, you know, live to your 80s, 90s, give or take. So yeah, you're at halftime at 45. Yeah, you you better start building up that capital for retirement. And so that was that was credit card debt and student loans by 45. Yes, and mortgage and your mortgage. No, it's, it was, you're saying mortgage. all debt. Yeah, all part. all the debt, student loans, car note, credit card, uh. Mortgage, all that. Now let's keep it a keep it a buck. This is not gonna work for most people because most people haven't put this much thought into it. But it doesn't mean it shouldn't give us something to strive for, right? Mm. So, in my household, we have student loan debt, and I have to kill that. And we have car loans. I have to kill that. Got a credit card, killing that. Got a mortgage now, killing that. So. It says, according to a 2018 study, and then we can start getting ready to chop it up, more than 70% of Americans between the age of 56 and 61 were in debt in 2010. According to that study, that number went up 64% from 1992. And what's the number for 11? So it was more than 70% of Americans are in debt. Between the age of 56 and 61 were in debt in 2010. That's actually surprisingly lower than, than I thought. Yeah, hmm. I thought it'd be like in the 90s. Yeah, I'm actually surprised that it's almost over 30% of Americans who are out of debt. It's actually impressive. Yeah, okay. we could do a little better. So unlike other types of debts like big credit card bills, taking out a mortgage on a home that appreciates in value can be a smart decision because that's, how, that's you know, we get fooled into, oh, well, it's actually an investment. But they basically just a paraphrase, so we're not just reading is it says it's a gray area because a lot of houses don't there's some houses that appreciate more than others and a lot of houses that don't appreciate as quickly as others so it depends on your market so it's not always a good idea to uh oh well it actually says that it's not always a good investment in my opinion most people in their 20s or even in their 30s have no reason to be taking on that kind of debt homes don't always gain as much value so you have to be careful. So some people beat themselves up because they're like, well, dang, I'm 30 something years old and I don't have a house. But that might be a good thing mm. because you can kill off all the other debt quicker and you don't have the stress and strain of, dang, I have a, what's the average house going on for now? Like $200,000, $150,000, See, No, yeah. It's Closer to the twos, yeah. So more or less, um, what are y'all thoughts on that so far? Man... I understand where they're coming from. My whole thing is like, I just, I don't feel like you should be using a lot of your life to pay off debt. 
Now I, I get I get credit card and student loans and car notes and all that stuff. But I mean, even after paying off all that, if you're just rolling your money into your mortgage, not saying that you shouldn't pay off your mortgage faster because I definitely think that you should pay off, you should pay off debt as fast as you possibly can. But it's like, nigga, if I feel like I'm already paying bills, so it's like, what I got to keep? It's like I'm just paying on stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do. So, <laughs> shit. I, yeah, I do. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I get it, and I get the, I get the 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 thought behind it, but I mean something like that. I feel like it's easier said than done. Oh, absolutely easier said than done. This ain't easy. It's simple. This ain't easy. Yeah, and something like that. It would be it would be hard to see in the beginning if you're not, you know. I don't think any of this is accomplishable at all without vision, like at all. Like this this is straight well, up. You lost the. The stones over. Nobody has vision. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Thanos. <laughs> oh man, he plucked this shit. Sidebar, and I'm gonna get oh, off of this. Sidebar oh, though, shit. real shit. Though. There goes the sidebar. <laughs> Motherfucking Thanos. That's my nigga though. I love him though. Yo, Marvel, y'all gotta stop picking and choosing when this nigga can crack a nigga shit and when he can't. This nigga literally ball fisted cap. Skull in. Yep. He woke up, no brain contusion, no nothing. He gently picks the stone off Vision's head and his dome cracked in. And Vision is pure vibration. Stop it, y'all. All right. Anyway. Yeah, let's go ahead. Um But I mean I think I think paying off all the other debt, I think, is is a great idea. I think paying on your mortgage to make it go down quicker, I think is important too. But shit, man, you can there's a lot you can do with just having a mortgage and paying more than your your monthly payment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you and can. then having a lot of cash to do other things. Yeah, you can. You gotta live. Nobody's saying. Well, Dave Ramsey's saying it, but other than Dave, <laughs> Dave Ramsey said, "You can't live, nigga. Just pay off debt. Say, you can't, you live. can't live until you pay off all your debt, nigga." Like, nigga, you are on pause. <laughs> <laughs> your life is on pause. You can't do shit. I get it. I get it though. Go to the restaurant? Nah. No, nigga. You better be ordering a glass of water, nigga. On vacation? Nah. You better put some sugar in that water. (laughs) (laughs) Stir that bitch up. Shit. Going back to the ramen noodle dog. Vacation, nigga. You better drive your ass to Galveston, Texas, nigga. Oh, my God. Yeah, nah. But uh, I mean, for me, so from, oh, well, Ave. Oh, Ave. Jay, what were your thoughts on it? I, again, I. I get the idea behind it. Yep. But I, I was just doing some some math, right? Oh, I'm gonna give you some math. So my last car note was a little over right at three hundred dollars, right before I paid it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I add up um, while I'm paying for student loans, uh, while I was paying for credit card, and uh, any other just random miscellaneous debt that I'm paying off, looking at about. Five seventy-five extra, mm-hmm. and putting that into this, paying that amount, just putting into the principal on the um, on the mortgage. Even in what five years? That's what. Uh, let me grab a calculator real quick. 
12 months. That's not really calculating. On the podcast. So, like, it's roughly $35,000. Okay. On a $250,000 house, that's a drop in the bucket. Yeah, it is. So let me give you some perspective. So is this like like I said in the beginning? It's it's you feel defeated. Oh yeah, that's why I said I I think this is impossible without vision. So, um, when I got my when okay, so the scariest thing again, and I think I've said this before, but when you get your house, they give you that printout of like, hey, this is what your total loan is. This is what your month it one through month whatever mm-hmm. 15 year or 30 year whatever you do please do the 15 or if you do the 30 pay it off in 15 but it literally tells you so when i saw my shit and i was like damn like i'm paying x amount of dollars and only 200 is going into the principal the principal yeah the rest is his interest when i got down to the very bottom that two hundred thousand dollar house cost well over six hundred thousand dollars yep and i like my house I'm glad I'm here. I've walked in a six hundred thousand dollar house before. This ain't it. Yeah, <laughs> it's different. No, no well, that's, I mean, that's, a, that's a good point. You know, because I was talking to somebody who whose house who, who they said their house takes. They said their house costs like five hundred thousand dollars, mm-hmm. and by the by the end of his loan, the house is gonna be well over a million dollars. Oh, it's one point like what four? It'll be one. It's, yeah, so Easily. so scam that. But that's it's called a mortgage. The root word is morgue. Morgue means death. <laughs> so buying a house puts you in the grave. Yes, it can. Like it, it's a it's a financial grave if you're not ready, especially with interest rates fluctuating. Get it while it's low. But um, I looked at my house, so this is what I would have to do. So I took forty five years minus my age of thirty three. Right. I got 12 years. Yeah, the you are old. To pull this off. Nigga, damn. Yeah. Ancient. Yeah, nigga. Gray right. hairs. Listen. Oh, no, I got the gray hairs. It's it's real. Yeah. Yeah. They say it's wisdom. We'll How old are you, Rez? I mean, Rock? Hey, man, don't put that out there. <laughs> I'm about to say. 31. Like, like <laughs> one year <laughs> under him. This nigga, like, 14 months younger than me. <laughs> he talking shit. No gray hairs. But, you all good, baby. Okay, so... I got 12 years to pay off the mortgage. Say the mortgage is $206,000. I divide that up by the years until I'm 45. So anybody can do this. This is the formula. Take 45 minus your age. That's how long you have. Right? Mm-hmm. Then you take whatever mortgage you have or whatever debt you have. You divide that by the years you have left. In my case, it's 12. And that equals the amount that you need to apply to that debt. So literally, I would need to pay... Not only just my mortgage, but an extra $1,430.55. An extra how much? $1,430.55. And that's that's where you stand right now. Extra. Bruh. This, that's where you stand right now. Right now. What? In your, in your current situation. In my current situation. With no kids. No kids. Oh, So damn. I put a kid on that, dead. <laughs> like, Because the kid's going to eat me. Yeah. So, so the thing is, um, but at least I know the number. Right, that's and, that's the, yeah. that's the most important part. At least you know what I, what it is. Yeah, right, and I did some bootleg, you know, of course, arithmetic. I mean, I just I just did it surface level. It's, I mean, when you throw in interest rates, it's gonna all the stuff. Is gonna yeah, change. yeah. But so that's just like a rough estimate. Like I need to I need to be in a fourteen. I just say the fourteen to seventeen hundred dollar range to make this happen. But um, this is the incentive. This is the reason they said. Oh, that's actually a word he used. He said. 
there's never an incentive to stay in debt. Life's unpredictable. What happens if you get laid off or you incur unexpected expenses elsewhere? Your once manageable mortgage is suddenly going to seem not so manageable. Susie Orman, financial expert, she agreed. If you plan to stay in your home through your golden years, you need to pay it off before you retire. And then self-made millionaire David Bach basically says that paying off your mortgage as quickly as possible is a step towards retirement early. Mm. Because think about this. Take away your take away your car note, your mortgage, your credit card and your student loan payments. Take all that away and just put that number in your head. How much money is that a month? Shit, a stupid amount. Right now, multiply that number. Just by 10. I'm not going to do 12 because it'll fuck y'all up. It's easy math. 10. Damn, bro. I'm just saying. Well, we we, we have some bums over here. I got you. I was talking to them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, take that number, multiply it by 10. Yeah, you right? save a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Now, imagine if you're saving that away. How fast could you, could you get to $20,000? Shit, quick. Mm, yeah, yeah. Right now, imagine now that's just twenty thousand dollars in your savings account. Right now, do that again. How fast could you get to twenty thousand dollars that you are investing? Quick. Mm-hmm. So the value, like, because and that's why I say it, it's impossible without vision. Nobody wants to hear, "Damn man, I got to pay off seventy five thousand, one hundred twenty thousand dollars for the student loans, two hundred thousand dollars for the student loans." Then I got to pay off another $300,000 worth of debt. Like they're like, it's hard to see that. Yeah. But when you look at the benefits of it, it's like, Oh, okay, well, wait a minute. So if I take all this debt away, how much money do I really have? Cause it's not in America for most people in the middle class. I'm only speaking to the middle class. We have the money. We just drop it on debt a majority of times or liquor or food. Or vacations. It's, Boy, our money usually goes possible. Yeah, our our money usually goes to food, liquor, vacation, or debt. That's usually where it goes, right? So you have enough money, and if you don't have enough money, get a second job or get a business. Work from home. Do something. Everybody's got a part time gig now. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're driving for Uber or you doing network marketing or what. If you do not have a, a something that's generating money from you outside of your job, you you sleeping. Uh, you still in two thousand and like two? I don't know what you're doing. Right. But whatever debt you have, you have to eliminate that if you're trying to get to the bread. Because right now you ain't getting to the bread because the interest is always gonna eat more crumbs than you. Does that make sense? No, nah, that makes perfect sense. So that's the value in like looking at the sacrifice. So for example, if I sacrifice these twelve years. Think about this. 12 years from now, I sacrifice. I pay this house off, right? Yep. I could do a couple of things. I could sell it and maybe instead of $200,000, now it's worth three hundred. Well, I don't have to split that. I walk away with that. I give the real estate agent his cut. I pay the taxes because, you know, Uncle Sam going to get his cut. Everything else is me. Mm-hmm. So maybe I paid the house off, but I walk away with $250,000 in my pocket. Yeah, that's not a bad look. Or I don't sell the house and I just live here and I just take the equity or whatever and I invest it. 
and whatever I'm I'm keeping from my overhead. And hell, I might want to quit my job. Fuck them. Yeah. Mm. It doesn't sound bad. It sounds like a great plan. Sounds like a nigga that ain't gonna do it. <laughs> no, it sounds, it sounds it sounds like a great plan. It sounds it sounds good. If if like you said, if you have the vision to do it, that's what I'm on right now. I'm not mad at that. Yeah, ramen noodles from now on, huh? Shit, you saw what I was eating. This nigga Brez definitely had a bowl of ramen noodles walking in this hole today. Mm-hmm. Trying to get to the bread. Nah, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. But yeah, it's gonna take it's gonna take a lot of sacrifice, especially if you're trying to pay off. A mortgage on mm. top of, you know, a, th- a saying I just heard hmm. in my head: time will either promote or expose you. Mm-hmm. So, one of the things I just thought about, like, I thought about c- certain people, uh, older people, yeah, and some of the choices they made, and I'm looking at where they're at financially, as far as like their peace, and they're dependent on a lot of a lot of different hands. And kindness from people, and I don't want to be that person. Like I, I want like when I get old, God say the same. Like I want to be doling out cash to people who need it, and like it could be a family member that is in a, in a jam, and I'm and I and I got them versus, yeah, like I don't know how I'm gonna make my note. Yeah, I don't know how how I'm gonna keep them from repoing my my whip. I don't want to be that. And Tom, will, Tom was going to reveal who had a plan and who just kind of freestyled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, you're right. I feel like this is a down moment. It's so somber in here. Not losses. Why do you think that? You a lot to think about. Why do you think that's a down moment? It's just so quiet. I, I like jokes. No, nah, it was. It was. It was good. It was good content. It was good conversation. Uh, it was content anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm with Jay. He's <laughs> like, no goddamn good conversations. Like, I just learned some shit. <laughs> Teacher, what's next? <laughs> oh, I'm off it. All right, class. Flip your book. <laughs> we'll be a book. Flip the page 47. Oh, That's what I'm talking about. Now I'm back. Oh, okay. I feel it. Yeah, man. Nah, that was uh, good. That is a lot to think about, though, too. It's a lot to think about. I mean, a lot of people have they have their different situations. Hey, don't judge a person unless you know their options. Yeah, man. Everybody can't do it. Hey, dog. Cardi B said it perfectly. She said they gave a bitch two options: stripping or lose. Well, so the first one was a great option. Don't get it confused. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. You gonna run up on who and do what? <laughs> Yo, that is my favorite part of that song. Nigga, listen, I was so lit when I first heard oh that song, dog. Nigga, my short ass was in the car, like, rolling down the window, like, you gonna run up on who and do what? <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, man. oh we're back. I feel it. funny. It's just funny oh, as hell, man. Shit, man. Yeah, man. Cut it short. We got anything yeah, else? We did cut it short. Oh, let's see. One. Oh, you know what? Hmm. Um. Oh, go ahead. I don't want to cut you off. Oh, no, I was just trying to see if I can think of another topic. So oh, I got one. Okay, go ahead. All right. So, I'm going to get this nigga off my case because he's been talking shit. All right? Oh, okay. What's going on? Uh, I'm talking to you, Mr. Sweet. 
Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, you want your Drake and Pusha reaction. <laughs> this nigga pressed us online. He did. Like, he did press us. It, it, this dude might have to fuck around and be like an honorary member or some shit. Like this nigga. Yeah. He, hey, like, man, we got We got to get him in. Yeah. This is the, yeah. He he be pressing. How you how you press me from Tennessee, bro? Long. That's reach. a long range press. It bro. is, man. But so he because he, he knows he knows it's gonna reach you. I didn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> he know the word, he know the words gonna get back to you. No, what's crazy though is like like. I thought we missed the boat on the whole Drake pusher thing, so we weren't gonna talk about it. We were just like, ah, oh, we we took an L on that. We should have. Yeah, we kind of scared it over a little bit. Yeah, we yeah we touched, but I think the Duppy freestyle was out, and we reacted to that. But push didn't hit. Push didn't hit him yet. Mm, no, yeah, nah. And then by the time push it hit him, we had another episode in the can, so it was just like, and eh, do we really want to talk about something that's two weeks old? Yeah, I got you. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. All right. So, Pusha T drops infrared, right? And more or less lights Drake up. He, he jabbed him. He jabbed him a few times. You know, how you going how you going to fix these wrongs when you don't, when you don't even write your songs? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for you. A little bullshit like that. Yeah. That was cute. Yeah. It, it was it was taps. It's like it's like, you know, you having a sparring match. So, I'm not mad at that. Drake come back with fucking Guppy. And it's just something about when a nigga sighs at the beginning of a track. Uh, <sighs> I ain't gonna lie. That, that, that beat was stupid. That shit was hard, That bro. beat was stupid. I was like, oh my goodness. Man, I, I'm actually looking this shit up right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, and, and that's what makes this so tragic because um, I think that Drake thought he had it in the bag. He thought he had a meat meal situation. Mm. And he was so confident that that he was going to pull this off. Yeah. And it's like he was giving it to everybody. I mean, the nigga gave it to Quentin Miller, you know, working at a Kroger's doing double time. Yeah, he was he was definitely different dishing that shit out. I mean, the nigga was punching everything. I was like, he 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 called Yay a few times. He did Yay. Yeah. And you know, it was quiet for a second. And then all of a sudden, I just hear the the fucking phone light up. And everybody's like, hold on, my nigga. Time out. Pause. Nigga, Yo. you over here playing video games on the podcast, my nigga? Just a little bit. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm listening. Bro. The disrespect. <laughs> Bro. What the fuck are you playing? <laughs> no, you know what? Pump the brakes. Hey, I'm sorry, sweet. J Rock wants to play his video game. So let, let's see what, what's going on in J Rock. No, go ahead, man. That's go really ahead. relevant. Yes, that is like, more important so, than what we got going on. Hold on. Over so here. flame this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> bro, what you playing, what bro? What you playing? Nothing, man. Go nah, bro, you No, was. no, what you was playing? Like, go ahead, go ahead, Rez. No, go ahead. What, what was your plan? Yeah, bro. Just share with the share with the class. Yeah, dog. What's going on? Yeah, there you go. Your teachers do that for Uh, Jared. Uh, what do you? Yeah, stand up the class. Come to the front of the class. Yeah, what you got going, yes. bro? Read your note in front of the class. Man, not matters. Playing do you like me? Yes, no. Read your note or go to the office. Okay, I'm about to go to the office, Sam. He's a beast. This nigga really getting up. I see how one left. Yeah, bro, bro, bro. All right. All right, go ahead. I'm back from the office. No, I'm just saying, like, you know, internet, 
world lit up and all I heard was Ding, that's on. And it's like, oh shit, is that is that the story of OJ? No, no, it's not. Yeah, no. It's, it's not the story of OJ. Story of another young man, Mr. Blackface, Drake, who I don't know how. How's how where's the fucking thing? It's dead. Like, god damn it, how sway? What how do oh, you be a how are you yeah. a black man doing black face? That's I don't know, man. That's that that was that was tough. I don't and I don't even know how that picture didn't come out until then because Drake said that he he that was back when he was trying to get get it popping in his acting his acting career. Right. And yeah, that picture I've never even seen it. I never heard whispers of it. And then whoever found it was a G for that. But what's amazing about what because I didn't appreciate the song at first. Uh I heard it, but you know, I was driving in a in the car. I was about to say the whip. I was driving in a car with my wife, and it, it, you know when you hear this song, but it's like playing on the phone, and and someone's talking to you, so you're really not taking it all in. And I was already pissed off because normally I don't like I don't like rap beef where you rap over somebody else's beats. Like I take I dock points for that unless you go like super hard, like Sheether. All right, cool. It's a Nas beat, but she drugged Nicki so long. It just didn't matter. I was like, yeah, she, yeah. She, she killed her. So I heard OJ or OJ. Uh, what is it? Adidon? Story of Adidon. Adidon. Story of Adidon. And nobody can say that. Uh, anyway. Adidon. Why did you name the kid that, bro? Story of Adidon. But anyway. So I hear it and I was like, all right, that's cute. That's cool. It ain't fucking with Duffy. But then I like, I like going to the room. I lock in and I turn the lights down. And I'm in my zone, and I hear the full viciousness of this shit. Bro, I, I feel like Pusha T wasn't even really just trying to rap on that hoe. I feel like he was just he trying was to just a... throw some shit out there. <laughs> Yo! He was trying to just throw some shit out there that would hurt Drake feelings. Bro, it worked. Yeah, I mean, it's mad. Like, if you take the, the, the fucking blackface, on top of that, you take the, the story of OJ Beat, which is a commentary on how you know black people's identities and who we're supposed to be and how we used to you know dance for massa and all that shit yeah and tie it to the fact that drake has an identity crisis problem because his dad left his mom back when he was a kid that he can't do shit about he doesn't identify as a black man that's why he ain't let the the, let the let the fro grow out because it wouldn't nap enough like damn yeah it was it was tough and then when he just here's the body blows when he when he goes after Sophie, the nigga says Sophie knows better. That that's the IG name. Mm-hmm. Ask your baby mother cleaned up for IG, but the stench is still on her. Porn star, a baby's involved is deeper than rap. We talking character. Let's keep with the facts. You were hiding a child. It's the way he said it. Yeah, it it wasn't like he just floated like. You know, we talking character. Let me keep with the facts. You're hiding a child. Let that boy come up. It's like, you are hiding bro, a child. That nigga, is damning. Bro, this nigga didn't even try to, he didn't even try to rhyme that shit. That nigga just said that Just said shit. it. Oh shit, he did rhyme it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep with the facts. You are hiding a child. <laughs> Damn it. It's like that nigga was a Maury or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> you, bro. you are the father. Yeah, hell nah, man. Dog, he called this nigga a deadbeat father, man, playing Border Patrol because apparently they out of the country and they can't get back to the United States, which is ironic because Drake is in Canada. 
Which is not in the United... I mean, that... Dog, the double on top... Oh, my God. This shit was so dope. It's yeah. like... I can't, I can't go line for line because it, it gets a little too disrespectful. Like, what he said about 40... How did y'all feel about that, by the way? Man, you know what? I... I've, I've, I've been battling with this whole rap beef thing because you know on some on one side you say you hear people say that you know there's no limits in rap beefs right you know because I mean shit we listen to battle rap and we listen to calico oh, and all yeah. them niggas this ain't yeah. this ain't nothing compared the, to well let's not act like jay didn't tell nas like i skied it on your baby seat like how disrespectful <laughs> 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 like, like if if we gonna let hove slide <laughs> push ain't do it that bad you so skied on man. the baby seat nigga that's disrespectful <laughs> that is that is that's, that's disrespectful nigga said left the condom in the jeep fuck bro that is tough so I mean, and he man. lost that battle. He said that it lost. Man, I just I don't know, man. I think I think that shit. Let me get in the mic. I think that I mean, it it was a tough line, you know, to go with someone's illness. Yeah, that tick tick tick. Mm. He's sick sick sick. Yeah, that with shit the was sick sick sick. Yeah, Yo, what's crazy? crazy. Oh my god, was, that shit was bonkers. It was so it was so wrong because it was like he said how much time he got right, like tick tick tick. That man is six six six, and then he tied it in with the Drake six six six. But he was talking about the devil flow six six six, which I never really. I don't know why that wasn't more relevant to me before. Like I know, I know it rubbed me the wrong way initially when Drake said six six six, but then it kind of just faded away because he kept dropping hits. But yeah, like eh, it's a little dicey. It's a little dicey in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, nothing's really ever off limits. What talking about forty? Yeah, forty and do shit though. I mean, like even with the, with that whole thing, like he could say it's on time because it was a tick tick tick. It was a rhyme off that then the six six six. So like you know, you you can explain it any way you want, right? But like, I ain't never heard nobody go after nobody with MS though. That that's that's a little. But Pac did say Prodigy was dying. Yeah, now, Pac went first, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's Damn. not funny. All right, Peter Pop. All right, Peter Pocket Pop. Man. Why did y'all laugh at that? That's <laughs> he went a... first. <laughs> yeah, shit, nigga. Who got the last laugh? Yeah, That's what's funny. Um, I mean, shit. I mean, it's it's all fair games, dog. I guess it's all fair games for when you talk about a rap battle. Anybody can get it. I mean, because apparently, you know, Drake brought in Pusha's fiance, which I really don't feel like that. That was wasn't nothing. nothing though. That wasn't yeah. shit. That wasn't. I'm gonna put I, a ring on it, like Vanessa. What do you say, Vanessa? Whatever. Like, I don't know, and we don't. That even wasn't admit. even a good line. It wasn't, and I think even Pusha said that for him to unload yeah. the way he did, for Pusha to unload the way he did. Oh, I he mean, did the fucking clip on him. But I mean, it's a battle, and he messed up the Adidas press run because that's that's definitely yeah. not happening. You still don't think it's happening? No, not not the way it was intended to. They're gonna have to change that. And then this is such a vulnerable moment for Drake because it's like literally his album hasn't dropped yet. So the ironic part is he was like. Basically paraphrasing, don't mess with me while I'm in my album mode. Well, nigga, Push just dropped like a week before you dissed him. He's still in album mode. Yeah. So yeah. that doesn't mean nothing. Clearly, you got that action. And and then Drake got to be careful what he says because of the Adidas. Like, yeah. he can't go this too crazy out there. Yeah. Because he's more mainstream right now, which is why I mean I think he he he's he chilled out yeah. on so, top of what Jay you know Jay Prince told him to slow so, down. So are we buying the the Jay Prince Drake had a career ending diss for 
for Pusha T? I'm not going to say that Drake did not have a diss. I don't know if it's necessarily career ending. I mean, I don't know if there if there's a such thing as career ending when you're talking about a rap battle and you know how yeah, much time. Yeah, Rule. Do you think Ja Rule's career Ja Rule's career ended off a rap battle? Him losing 50. a rap battle? Whew. It was a lot. Yeah, Fifty did a lot. Yeah, of damage. Fifty did it, a it lot. It wasn't just Fifty. Like they jumped him. It was Fifty M, Busta Rhymes, G Unit. Like the whole fucking yeah. He got hit by like twelve Knicks. Yeah. D twelve. Like yeah, Ja wasn't the same out there. Like there's some there's certain rap battles that like like they they take a toll on your career. Um, where you're just never heard from again. Yeah, it is gonna catapult you, or you're gonna sink after it. But here, here's the here's the thing about the the. Uh, Jay Prince saying that, well, you know, he had a career ending. This. This. I mean, it's it's easy to say something like that when that something is not going to get released. Like, you can say yeah. whatever you want to about the track he had if we're never going to hear the track. We right. can just say, oh, man, Jay Prince. And I, I'm not, you know, I'm not shitting on Jay Prince because I hear Jay Prince is a real ass nigga. Yeah, you better keep it. <laughs> but um, I'm just saying it's e- it's easy to say something that nobody can confirm it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's a spin machine. I, I'm not mad at that. I'm just I'm just trying to figure out how the hell you gonna end the career of a nigga like Pusha T. Because let it be known, you niggas that eat McDonald's, Pusha T wrote that jingle. Ba da ba ba ba, I'm loving it. That's Pusha T. Bro, he been in the game for a minute, nigga. Bro, this nigga got this he nigga got, got <laughs> this nigga got the bag off three words. Bruh, listen, y'all, Pusha T is that nigga. And it's hard to end the career of a nigga like that. That's like Chris Brown saying, I'm in Neo career. How, nigga? He wrote for Beyonce. He wrote for everybody. You can't, it's certain niggas just like, just because they're not in the limelight like that, like they they move shit. Maybe not necessarily in his career. Shout out to David for that. Maybe not necessarily in his career, but maybe in his perception of how niggas look at him in the street. What was, what is Drizzy Drake gonna say about Pusha T that's gonna hurt him in the streets? I don't know. Apparently, he has some. He has some shit about Kanye West too. Yeah. Well, apparently, this nigga had ten thousand dollars for information on Pusha T. Ain't got nothing. Ain't got nothing. Oh well, shit. This shit. The world may never know. I guess. No, that song gonna leak, man. You think so? Yeah. It's gonna leak. It's not gonna. I mean, it ain't gonna. It ain't gonna, it ain't gonna mean. It ain't gonna yeah, mean nothing. It's not gonna mean anything. Ironically, you know what's crazy is Drake's in the same position Meek Mill's in. Remember Meek got dissed with back to back, and he just was waiting so so long to drop. He finally dropped that War Pain, but it was like a little too late because it had been like months. And then Drake petty ass dropped. Uh, uh, what was that? Revenge. Looking for revenge. Mm. Oh, summer sixteen. That's what yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. Nigga dropped it the same day as fucking war paint. Petty ass nigga. <laughs> that, that's petty as fuck. Well, that that damn payback, dog. Karma's a yo. We were talking about LeBron with the karma. Drake, Drake catching the karma, man. So do y'all do y'all think that Drake? Do y'all think that that Jay Prince was like, don't mess up the money. Don't. That's right exactly yeah. what happened. Somebody got a phone call, and I know uh, Joe Budden did an excellent breakdown on his uh, conspiracy theory, Joe. But, I mean, yeah, like, you signed to a nigga that signed to a nigga. Like, yeah, you yeah. fucking up the bag. Yeah. What do you yeah. say? Who backs you? Yeah. Who I backs mean, you? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's real. Yeah, I mean, it's the same as LeBron. That's why he don't never say nothing like this finals. He ain't go off on JR and didn't do nothing publicly because I got to protect my brand. My brain is my money. 
Yeah, but nah, I don't want to get into LeBron. He got exposed on a lot of levels. Well, I'm just saying. A lot of levels this, this past. This is a bad three weeks. He, he should have lost to Boston. Nigga, you should have you should have lost to Boston. That would have been a better L for you. Well, I'm just saying as far as perception-wise. Yeah. He hides a lot of stuff because he knows it's, it's, I can make more money by keeping my mouth shut on it. Yeah, but he do some sucking shit, man. Don't, okay. don't don't come to the fucking press conference with a goddamn rap on cast, like nigga. Hey, I saw that same cast at CVS, man. How the hell you gotta? <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna go on a ten. I'm just like, how the hell you you say in one sentence like, well, you know, it, it, it's I got a hand contusion. So basically, I was playing with a broken hand. A contusion and a broken hand are not the same thing. What are y'all talking about? Yeah. Word choice. Word choice was not no there. I mean, basically, I was playing with bro. No, basically, nigga, you lying. <laughs> like, that's what the fuck told this L. I mean, hey, come on, man. If that's his spinning narrative. Yeah, whatever, man. I don't think he cares though. But. Shit. No, he no, he definitely cares. What, Mister Three Six Mafia? Hold on, are we still on? Are we still on LeBron? Yeah. You don't think LeBron care? <laughs> nah, he care. He want niggas say I. I carried the team to the finals with a broken hand, and I still did good. Uh, Kobe won with a broken hand. Jordan won with a broken hand. He don't and, care, he don't and, care about that And played with the flu. He don't care about that. And they, and they is definitely on to the next. Like, all right. What, what team, what team want to go to the finals? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, who, who, what's this next team I'm taking to the finals? I got time for y'all niggas right now. So you can see how how he leave the uh, press conference game one. This nigga put on his glasses, grabbed his suitcase. Walked out that he bitch And told him the emphasis <laughs> on the suitcase <laughs> Do better next time That nigga does oh, trust the process shit, bro. This nigga right, know man. he runs the NBA dog he gonna, We gonna figure out where he runs next Alright man well that's good shit we, we done? I think so man we got anything else? I'm good Nah nah we good we gonna, we gonna, we gonna. I, I really wanna know what game he was playing Like he was playing uh, Clash, of the, Clash of the Clans Nah Clash of the Clans Oh what Clash the hell the were cans? you playing? Uh you gotta look at the phone and know what you're playing. Guns and roses? No, guns and glory. Guns and glory. What the hell is that? It's yeah. a game. Shameless plug it. I just did. Guns and glory. What is it about? It's maybe you can get us an advertising brand. Nah, it's a, it's a game. I'm just saying, games play pay people to do reads for them. We're professionals. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't have anything to say. Have you played that credit game? Hell no. He ain't played that fucking game since. <laughs> <laughs> no, I go skull. <laughs> I need I need same mail on it. Yo, I need you to do it. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Credit motherfucker, do you speak it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, y'all are tripping, man. Said, that is bad. <laughs> you did a high credit score, motherfucker. <laughs> we, need to, we need to pull that footage. That needs to be a hot take. That shit was funny as hell. Nigga, you late again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, man. Let's bounce up out of here. Speak this between is... the lines. All right. Yeah, I was about to say. I, I thought someone was going to catch the alley. Okay. All right, we got your boy J-Rock. King Gave. Is so uninvested right now. Red. <laughs> All right, we out of here. That was one of the worst endings ever. <laughs>